It's called wokeness, and it's a plague. A plague that places tyranny before freedom, criminality over virtue, and hate over love. It's a plague that threatens what millions have died for. Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terror. Victory however long and hard the road may be. We will fight it. We will defeat it. We will eradicate it. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the least woke man in America. Hello, Never Woke Nation. This is the least woke man in America. Thank you for joining me in another pod and video cast as we continue to fight against Praghelia, the meatless, gunless, lawless, abortion-filled, crime-ridden hellhole the progressive left is trying to create in the United States of America. And speaking of Praghelia, this was a big week, believe it or not, taking place right now for international Praghelia. What am I talking about? The World Economic Forum is meeting in Davos, Switzerland, or should I call it Davos? So what is that and who started it? Well, I was on realclearpolitics.com today. And of course it was all documents, documents, Biden's documents, Trump's documents, classified documents, which of course, and people know me will tell you, I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but I am convinced probably like many of you, the whole Biden document thing is just a way to get the Democrats are doing it on purpose to sabotage him, to get him out of the 2024 presidential race. Mark my words. I mean, they're all the way they're all on the same page from the senators to Peter Schiff to the Merrick Garland. There's something, something in the water. And the big part of it is saying bye bye, Joe Biden. But anyway, the world. So I go on Real Clear Politics, and there's a great story from a public uh, website I never heard before. And then I scanned through it. The what articles on there are outstanding, called Unheard. Art, uh, the author is Tom Fozzi, and how the Davos elite took back control. And so, in essence, he has a pair, uh, one line here uh, that's great. It, it founded in 1971 by Schwab. That's Klaus Schwab, which I'll get to himself. The WEF is committed to improving the state of the world through public-private cooperation. Doesn't that sound beautiful? I mean, just every like everything the left comes up with. Right, right back from Karl Marx, it always sounds so beautiful. Um, <laughs> it's beautiful until they're, you know, coming in your house, taking your stuff, forcing you to get the vaccines. That it's not so free and it's not so beautiful. And then there's a paragraph here that's uh, it's long, but bear with me because it sums it up great, really great. While this may sound fairly benign, it neatly encapsulates the basic philosophy of globalism, insulating policy from democracy by transferring the decision-making process from national and international level, where citizens theoretically are able to exercise some degree of influence over policy, to the supranational level by placing a self-selected group of unelected, unaccountable stakeholders, mainly corporations, in charge of global decisions concerning everything from energy and food production to the media and public health. The underlying democratic philosophy is the same one in underpinning the philanthropo-capitalist approach of people such as Bill Gates, himself a longtime partner of the WEF, the non-governmental and social business organizations are best suited to solve the world's problems more so than government and multilateral institutions. So what in essence here, it's, it's interesting because the one line 
um, where citizens theoretically are able to exercise some degree of influence over policy. So this is the antithesis of what us conservative right-wing people believe in. We believe in more local control because then the voters of that municipality, starting with the town and the city up to the county, the state, have more control. This is the opposite of that. This is the absolute, this is where people, someone in Oklahoma or New York or Texas is being influenced by 3,000 is the number of the wealthiest, most powerful people in the world at a ski resort in Switzerland. So obviously none of us like this. Who no, and a couple things uh before first of all, it's it's the essence, absolute essence of progressivism. It is pure Winston, uh, excuse me, uh President Wilson, Woodrow Wilson, one of the great granddaddies of progressive, Theodore Roosevelt, even though I liked him a lot more, I don't have any use for Wilson. And there's parts of Roosevelt I didn't have any use for, but he was a lot more practical than Wilson and not evil like Wilson. He was a narcissist, not as evil as Wilson. But in the essence, it's just pure progressivism where the academics and the big corporations are just enamored with their own success, enamored with how smart it is, and enamored with our bold ideas that we have if we can just get these damn plebes, knock these people in line. And that's why I say everyone involved here has big plans for you and I. You know, like the CCP has big plans for their citizens. And Pong Yang, uh, Kim, he has big plans for his citizens. These people have big plans for the citizens of the world, who is you and I. We are, they, are, they are the citizens of the world, and we are the gun-loving, wacko American right who refuses to cooperate with their big plans. Because, make no mistake, uh, there's, there's a word, and it's a powerful word, zeitgeist. The spirit, of, uh, you know, read up, the people have different definitions, but ultimately, if you, it's the spirit of the times, the beliefs of the times, etc. And don't, for a minute, think that what takes place among these 3,000 people at this Swiss uh, ski resort, which was founded by this guy, Klaus Schwab, if you look at a picture of him, it sums it all up. He is George Orwell's biggest nightmare. I mean, if George Orwell came back and saw Klaus Schwab and the WEF, he'd be like, what in the hell have you guys allowed to take place here? Didn't you read my book? And so Klaus Schwab's daughter, by the way, is president of some organization to do with gender equity, of course. So there you go. So they create the zeitgeist, the amount of money and influence here. I mean, these are the people that donate the charities, which of course then controls what the charities distribute, how they distribute the money. They're the ones that control grants to go to colleges, who gets hired, who gets fired, advertising, marketing, the CEOs of Coke, Nestle, uh, Microsoft, Apple, Facebook, the oil companies, the Saudi company, Aramco, Shell, Shepard, they're all involved in this thing. So they're the ones that spend the most money in advertising. You don't think that has an influence? So this is massive. They have big plans for you and I. Um, and, and it needs to be modern. You need to fight it back against it confidently. Confidently, because here's the ironic. There's so many, so many things when you get this leftist garbage. There's just so many ironies and paradoxes. But I mean, one of them is, you know, you and I support a system of democracy, of individual rights, of freedom, and of innovation, entrepreneurship. You and I might not be as wealthy as these people, but like, let's say look at Bill Gates, the system that you and I support, the philosophies you and I support is what made Bill Gates, Bill Gates. Bill Gates, too arrogant to see that, of course, but 
and he prospered from that. But so all of them, whether they do it for the, during the time they're succeeding or later on, they use the system, become wealthy, and then look down at the plebes and frankly despise the system. You guys know the story. They're a bunch of hypocrites. But it's really jaw-dropping, and we need to keep an eye on it because as far as the anti-meat stuff, the uh, anti what cars we should drive, what vaccines we should put in your body. I mean, can you imagine going to this thing and being the type of person that's saying out loud, I, you know, I question the vaccine and... I like gas combustion engines. Oh, my God. The wheels would come off the cart. You would be ostracized. You would be one of them. But anyway, so you and I are the ones who support the philosophies that creates this type of wealth. This wealth that they talk about, these corporations, is all generated through human potential, which we always talk about here, that has been unleashed to create products, to create solutions, which does not happen in China, which is falling apart. doesn't happen in North Korea. It doesn't come in, happen in Cuba. It, we are the last bastion that actually supports the system that creates the type of wealth that everybody over there goes around running and bragging about and distributing, etc. It's just incredible to me. I mean, did you know, by the way, the amount of sex workers explodes during this 3,000-person conference? It's just incredible. But then again, you know, um, they probably need it to relieve themselves for putting up with people like you and I. I thought to myself, I looked at this and I thought, you know, Gates is involved, this Klaus Schwab is involved, Soros is involved. They could fly in now, Fauci, and then you just got the, just, you know, now you've got all the aces as far as science-loving know-it-alls. Fly in Fauci, I'm sure he's somewhere in this huge government pension writing his Trump-trashing memoir someplace. Um that no one will read, but pharmaceutical companies and others will buy millions of copies of, further uh, enhancing his massive net worth. So fly Fauci in, and you know what they could do? These are, listen, these are the people where science, and I love science, but science is never wrong. Science knows everything. What they could do is they could create the next COVID variant themselves, because they know so much, and they can create the vaccine for that variant and give it to themselves and use Davos as a way of illuminating to the world the power of science, the power of pharmaceuticals, the power of Fauci, the power of vaccines, and just put on display how dumb us poor plebes are and how advanced, how far they've come. Now, you might say, oh, my God, that's so risky and dangerous. It's not risky and dangerous when science is involved. My God, no wonder they need prostitutes and drugs over there. But they just, they have, they have to have the time to let go and have some fun because they have to put up with us ignorant idiots. Being, I mean, can you imagine being stuck on a planet like they are with an inferior subspecies? who for the time being are allowed to vote and express themselves. Don't any of you people have any any uh, sympathy to the extent your you're cold black Republican hearts, conservative hearts can for what these highly intelligent people have to suffer while putting up with the rest of us? Come on, people, let's go. But um, so that's, that's the essence of it. It's a major event 
that needs to be watched closely every year. Yeah, in the media, they crack me right up. You get these Ross Sorkins, Steve Leesmans, you know, the CNBC crowd, the New York Times crowd, who supposedly hates wealth and doesn't disdains capitalism. And they go over there and they chase these guys around. And they look like a bunch of lab rats running up to the water bottle on the side of the cage. I mean, give me a freaking break. And God only knows how many, you know, in the progressives, they love when they have their big conventions, breakout sessions and workshops. <laughs> Wouldn't you love to know the titles of the different breakout sessions and workshops that they're all running to? I don't know about the rest of you. When you run a business, I only got one workshop every day. I got one workshop. It's called How Much Stuff Can I Scratch Off My List, To-Do List, from five in the morning till 10 o'clock at night. That's my workshop. I have no idea how their workshop works. Okay, so the New York Attorney General created yet another fake case against Donald Trump being covered by the fake news. Hello, everybody. I am the least woke man in America, and this week we had a real doozy by Letitia James, the woke attorney general for New York State. You know, I thought to myself, she's in a great position if you think about it. She has unlimited resources at her disposal to go after Trump because in New York State, there is practically no prosecution towards criminals. So it frees up so many resources for someone like her who has a completely unjust, completely biased, completely ambition and race-ridden uh, narrative to fulfill to go after the Trump family. And so this was a real beauty. It's one of those situations where I heard the news and instantaneously I, I'm in this tortured position where I can see right through it, but I can also see why they do it and why it's so effective. Because in my own situation, because I have a financial services background, and because a lot of you, I live in the real world, in two seconds I knew the whole thing was a sham, which I'll get to. But on the other hand, people without that background, or who are just completely, purely emotional, it becomes, again, dummy food for the morons. And on Twitter, and over, I've seen it with my own eyes, they jump all over it without knowing how stupid they sound. And the, word, the key word there is stupid. And I, you, you might laugh, but you don't go far with a stupid society. So Letitia James... Uh, this is from the Wall Street Journal editorial board, Letitia James versus the Trump uh, family. Um, New York's attorney general found her defendants first, then looked for evidence to charge them with something. And that, and, and what the New York uh, Wall Street Journal here is doing to their credit, they're, uh, they're kind of uh, using Joseph Stalin's old saying, show me the man and I'll find you the crime. That's what's taking place here. I'm not kidding you folks. That's how sick this is. This is Soviet style, Cuban style, create a crime type stuff going on. And thank God we at least have some safeguards still in place for the time being to somewhat rein in somewhere like yourself. And that, where I'm going with that is with all this talk in the media, all this talk in the mainstream news, just complete endless fodder this created, especially in the New York Times, MSNBC, CNN, and the normal suspects. What they do, they get revved up. And your freaking short-haired, overweight aunt who's driving in her little Prius with her, uh, you know, uh, coexist bumper stickers all over the place. <laughs> 
we got him. We got She's all excited. She never recovered from her divorce 20 years ago. So now Trump is getting it all thrown at him. And that's, she doesn't realize that's what's taking place, but the rest of us do. And anyway, and she's all excited and, oh, wow, wow. And, 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 and they don't even know how this really works because there's two things going on here. One, it's a civil case. It's not a criminal case. And attorneys always go with a civil case when they don't have jack squat to prosecute someone as far as evidence. The standards are lower. Uh, what's it in the uh, civil trials? You have to have, you know, uh, criminals beyond a reasonable doubt. Uh, in civil, it's a greater preponderance. So, uh, you, you know what I'm talking about. You and, and criminal is a big deal. There's a really high bar to set, is what I'm saying, to prosecute someone criminally. So if you don't have it, you go the civil route. And frankly, I don't. She's not even going to get that. And I'll tell you why. Okay. They made it out to be in this whole thing that Donald Trump and his family members, kids, of course, they grabbed them and sucked them in. You know, the, you know the same people who say nothing about Hunter Biden. Now he's on water slimes, naked water slides with hookers. I don't know if you saw that. So they claim that Donald Trump and his family pulled numbers out of their rear end, used those valuations, ran to Wall Street banks, which could not be more scrupulous, and uh, got hundreds of millions of dollars of loans. Folks, you know from going to get a loan on your uh, car at a local credit union how much work it is. They need to see the title. They look up the Kelly Blue Book value, whatever valuation. If you go to get a house, you get an independent appraisal if it's a single-family house. Wall Street banks do not operate like that when they do major commercial real estate loans. They have accountants, attorneys, CPAs. I used to do it myself. Paying, they're paying thousands of dollars per hour to do the due diligence to make sure the buildings are worth what they say they're worth. It does not, you don't just write a fraudulent number down, run to a major Wall Street bank and get some loan. That's the way they made this all sound to be. And again, if you know better, like I do and a lot of you do, you realize how stupid and insulting the entire thing is. Uh, this has nothing to do with Tisha James. We know what we've been told. There are some decisions that need to stay between a woman and her doctor. Well, there's some decisions that need to stay between a businessman and his banker. And that's what took place here. This has nothing to do with Letitia James. If, you know, uh, to give a bad loan is career suicide in the banking world, especially the Wall Street world. If the loan goes bad, you look like a fool. So they do all types of due diligence. They'll spend millions of dollars just on the due diligence before they give the loan out. They don't go by what Trump... Trump could have done loans for 30 years with one bank. On year 31, they're still doing due diligence to make sure if they ever have to take that piece of property back, that it's not their loan that they gave the person isn't 20, 30% more than what the loan is. And so this is one example as we continue to regress into a hyper-emotional society where the real story here, which is important to the idiots, is that you got the black, swashbuckling, woke attorney general going after the white, male, democracy-destroying billionaire who was a product of white privilege. Justice means nothing to these little people who supposedly came out of their mother's womb, like I always say, well, you know, the genes, a big J instead of a little J, because they're just that justice-oriented. This isn't just, this is a farce. This is third world banana republic justice, which is we continue to give a middle finger to rational thinking and real truth, and instead create our own truth. You're going to have to expect more of this, and the problem is people are going to be less likely to take risk who actually have money, because you don't know if you're going to end up like Donald Trump with some 
race-oriented, career-oriented politician trying to ruin your career. It's not worth the risk for most people. And the rest of us will pay the price. So again, everybody, I hope you like this uh, segment. And I will be, be back with more of the least woke man in America. <laughs>